Welcome to the Rhythm of Us podcast. We're your hosts, Chris and Jenny Gravy. This past year, we released a book we've been pouring our hearts and souls into for quite some time, and it's called The Rhythm of Us. And it's available now wherever you get your books. Throughout this season, we'll be exploring the five rhythms from our book, as well as sitting with and learning from wise leaders, mentors, and friends in our life about the intentional rhythms that can lead us closer to God and closer to each other. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to another episode in this brand new series Mm -hmm. that we're doing about the rhythm of us. Last week we dove deep into the rhythm of speaking life. It was really fun and we got a lot of great feedback and it was really great to hear whatever I was thinking. So I'm excited to dive into today, our next rhythm. How how are you feeling about it? Yeah, I'm excited. Um, It was great to hear all of you who reached out about speaking life and the great ideas that you had coming out of that episode. We hope it was a great week and that you got to practice that rhythm with your spouse and in your marriage. And we hope that you saw some results from it and pray that you'll continue. Today we're talking about the second rhythm which we're excited about. It's your favorite rhythm, isn't it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I wake up every day no, excited about We joke this all rhythm. the time. This is one of the hardest ones, if not the hardest one, but obviously equally as important as the yeah. others. And something that we definitely saw across the board when we sat with couples who had been married way longer than us and were ready to take notes and learn from their wisdom, this came in a really close second to the rhythm of speaking life, and it's the rhythm of serving. Which sounds very simple and it sounds very common sense, but it's not easy to do. You know, like it or not, most of us wake up most mornings thinking instinctively about ourselves and our own needs. You know, I need some coffee, thinking about my day, all the things I've got going on. It's just intuitive to do that. But what we've learned is no marriage can thrive when our eyes are consistently focused on ourselves. It just doesn't work that way. And over time, if the marriage is only focused on one person, it will start to deteriorate. So our goal is to enter into each other's worlds, find out what is important to our spouse, and then find a way to meet those needs in that place. Yeah, I mean, this this is not sexy. You know, you go, ooh, the rhythm of, of adventure, the rhythm of awe, let me add that, the rhythm of serving. Right. <laughs> It's your vitamins, but yeah. you got to take your vitamins, you know? <laughs> but I think when we look across the scriptures and we, we follow Jesus, I mean, that was his main theme, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, love your neighbor as yourself, serve each other. I mean, his ultimate example of service was getting on his knees and washing the feet of other grown men. I mean, mm-hmm. he was just saying, look, if there's anything I can teach you. In that last upper room, his last lesson was this idea of being least, right? That person will be the greatest in the kingdom. And so... I know it can sometimes be super hard to live this out, but uh, today we're going to talk about three practical ways that you can infuse serving into your life and into your marriage right now. So, babe, let's dive in. Yeah, I would also say before we jump into the practical things too, that I have found the more that I am trying to train my eyes to see the needs of others, the easier it becomes and the more enjoyable it is to do those things, right? We were just talking about this earlier that some people are just naturally better at this than others. You know, I think this is one that we both have to work really hard at, not because we don't love serving each other, but because it just doesn't come as 
instinctively for us to automatically think of all the ways that we could serve each other. We have a kid who is really good at this. This is Mm -hmm. absolutely her spiritual gift, and she's constantly taking care of everyone in our family. And she thinks of things to do for others that I don't even think, it doesn't even pop into my head that would be a nice thing to do for someone. And she just has done it already before I can even think Mm -hmm. of it. So I just want to acknowledge, I'm sure there are people listening who this comes very easy to you. Come teach us. (laughs) We are open to all your tips and tricks. But for those of you who are maybe like us and you need a little help getting started, here's a couple things that might help. Well, yeah, I agree. I think the other thing about it too is that, you know, we're all hardwired, right? Humankind is to focus on on yourself. I know you said that, but I think... You know, the thing for us is we both are kind of pretty naturally independent individuals. Right. Yeah, I think strength is just a huge value to us, both individually and together as a couple. So I love that you are completely confident and capable of (laughs) taking care of yourself. That is amazing. (laughs) And I don't ever feel like you need me to carry you. You know, like I just really value the strength that you carry. And I, I think it's probably the same for me like I enjoy being independent I enjoy being strong I don't always like to be taken care of (laughs) you know so I think it comes really naturally for us to enjoy each other but needing each other doesn't come as naturally but we do need each other and I think our life and our marriage goes better and becomes stronger when we can find the ways to serve each other that still speak respect and strength towards each other. Yeah, I think if we've ever found ourselves in busy seasons that I'm on my island, you're on your island, it's like things are getting done, but there's definitely that sense of like, uh, we got to sync up and and kind of lock arms a little bit more together and kind of do this thing together because on our own we can get a lot we can get a lot done but i think together it's just it's right it feels right you can sense god's hand on it and so yeah um yeah so for those of you listening out there yes we all have a selfish bent but i also think there's a part that maybe you're both kind of independent yeah. like us which isn't a bad thing no yeah it's, it's good to acknowledge that but i think the more that we've tried to intentionally practice this the more we found oh I, yeah. that really does mean a lot to me when sure. you do that you know and there's this is where this journey gets super unique for all of you because mm-hmm. you're so different we're all so different and the ways that you can serve me and i can serve you might mm-hmm. look totally different right. to people that are listening um one of them for me is the coffee in the morning. I say this all the time, but <laughs> I am not a morning person. It takes me a good 15 minutes to be completely awake. And so <laughs> if I wake up and the coffee is already made, it is like life to my soul. And he knows that. And so most mornings when I come downstairs, the coffee pot is already ready to go. And it just makes my day. It literally makes my day. It means so much to me. I think it makes everyone's day. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, I think we all know that it makes everyone's day. So. Yeah, I need coffee. In yeah, morning. we don't we all don't, don't don't we all? It's it's totally normal. Hey guys, thanks for listening. We'll get back to the show in a minute, but real quick, I just wanted to remind you to order a copy or two or three of my parents' new book, The Rhythm of Us. All right, let's get back to the show. Yeah, I mean, it, play, it can play itself out in so many different ways. It can be little, tiny little things. Like, you know, one of the things I love is is how 
you serve our kids. I mean, even just the idea of you, you drop notes in their lunches, telling them you love them, mom and dad love them. So like you didn't, you're not excluding me out of it. You're like, mom and dad love you. We're cheering for you today. Just a little note to kind of serve and bring life into the kids. And just little things like that, that I think just, I don't know, just so special. And I get to see that and go, wow, she's serving our kids, collectively us together, keeping me in the mix. So thank you for doing that, babe. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. I think another simple way for us is like, um, if if I was left to my own, I'd probably never make the bed my <laughs> entire life. And maybe take a sense of pride into that, you know? <laughs> now eventually the sheets would crust over and it would be it would be bad. But but you're so great. Every morning I come back, you know, I'll get up, I make the coffee, so I'm not like making the bed while you're in it. But I'll come back midway through the day or the end they go, Oh man, she she made the bed. And so like I just the bed's made and that's a great you serve, you set the tone, you make the the room just feels better when the bed is made, right? Yes. And so uh, it's just another simple example of serving, but those little actions, making the coffee, making the bed. Yeah. Um, and it's not like we've, we've got a chart where it's like, well, you're the coffee maker, <laughs> and you're the bed. It just kind of has naturally rolled that way. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's good. Yeah. So, okay. So we're going to jump into three ways that you can practically start working on this rhythm in your marriage. So the first one is to serve intentionally. And what this means is just that you make a plan to specifically serve your spouse during the week. And so we already mentioned Chris makes the coffee in the morning, I make the bed. And those are things that we plan on doing. On Tuesdays, he goes to Bible study. So I get the kids up and ready and off to school. Um, and then other mornings, most- But I still make the coffee <laughs> before I leave the building. Um, yes, you do. There's still a couple, of, there's a whole pot. Especially on that day. <laughs> Especially that day. Yeah, there better be coffee. Yeah. <laughs> if you want the kids to yeah. go to school. You know, the kids just stayed home today. You know, we just weren't able to do there's it. no coffee, didn't go to school. Um, but most mornings, it requires two to get all right, five kids sure. dressed with shoes and out the door. And us. We have to dress ourselves. Yes, we have to dress ourselves. <laughs> That's important. Yeah. Yeah. So there's ways that we can intentionally plan to serve each other throughout the week. And this is a chance to really get to know your spouse. Like we said, there are things that will mean the most to your spouse that might not mean as much to us or to you. So I think a great place to start is having a conversation to find out what means the most to you when I do this. You know... I could spend all day working on a gourmet dinner and slave over it, and it really wouldn't mean that much to you. There are things that matter way more to you, and I just need to find those out. So I think having a conversation with your spouse to find out what really looks like serving to them is a great place to start. Yeah, I think, you know, a couple things that come to mind is one, you know, we talk a lot about kind of Fridays where you go out into the world and we're intentionally scheduled to say, hey, look, whatever kid we have home, is it one kid, two kids, however, in whatever season we've been in, you know, I'm saying, hey, I'm going to try and serve you because I know on Fridays, it'd be great if you just kind of went out into the world, spent time with Jesus, went through the woods, take care of errands, shop, whatever you need to do to kind of refresh and just replenish whatever you need, whatever you're needing in that moment to kind of refresh and yeah. revive your soul. Yeah. That, that happens on Fridays. And so that's something that we plan. Right. And it's a way that, I, that we can serve each other. And I think this is important because what's important to us, we put on our calendar, right? And so this is showing... Your spouse is showing each other, okay, mm-hmm. your needs are important to me. So we're going to talk through them. We're going to make sure that we're intentionally finding out those needs and then reaching out to meet them. And we're going to put them into our calendar so that nothing else gets in the way. It's a priority and we're going to make it happen. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think sometimes it's interesting, depending on the season that you're in, maybe a scheduled rhythm of serving that you had needs to shift. It yeah. needs to change. 
right? Like it's like early on, if we were married and we didn't have kids and you're like, hey, I, I did a big dinner. Like, well, that's super great. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for doing that. But when you have five kids, it's like, I whipped up some <laughs> mac and cheese yeah. and that's for dinner. And it's just like, that's okay. But yeah. thank you. You know, the heart of the issue is that, you know, you're serving and taking care of us in that way. And so I think, you know, that's always good to have a conversation to go, hey, I know we just kind of maybe done this this way. You know, do Fridays still work for you? Is that the best time for right. you? Is there and something for us? else? Is there something would, else yeah. that I could do to help you? Because then that's when you have to be careful because a serving can, the rhythm can turn into a rut and you're just kind of doing it. So it's just this idea of being intentional, understanding the person that you love and that you're with, what they need, and maybe what that season's calling for. Because sometimes seasons shift and change. And the way that you were intentionally serving before needs to maybe tweak a little bit and you guys can work through that together. It's just a great way to have a conversation. Yeah, that's a great point. It, your rhythms in general, all of them, should shift and grow with you as a couple, mm-hmm. as the seasons change, um, because we're always growing and changing as people. So that's really good. Okay, so the first one, serve intentionally. We're going to get to know the ways that we can intentionally serve each other in our marriage. So number two is we're going to serve spontaneously. So not every moment to serve can be planned and thought through in advance. There are things that come up throughout the week that are opportunities to serve each other. And so when we are focused on serving spontaneously, we're really training our eyes to look beyond ourselves and see the moments as they come throughout the week where we can take that opportunity and serve our spouse. And this can be anything. It could literally be just listening. It could be choosing to stop what you're doing, put your phone away, and look your spouse in the eye and listen to what they're trying to tell you. That is one of the greatest ways we can serve each other is just truly listening. Yeah, I mean, I think this played itself out pretty nicely for us yesterday. I mean, typically, at the end of the day, I'll go pick up the girls from school, you know, and we'll go to the market, get them a snack or whatever, just enjoy that time. Well, recently I've been picking them up and going to the gym. Well, now we have one kid that has a theater practice, so it's like the time in the gym is fast and whatever. And you heard all of that. You heard me talking about, man, it's going to be quick. I don't know if I'm going to get the chance to have the workout that I wanted. And you said, well, why don't I just go grab her? And I was like, yeah, that would be awesome. You were listening. Right. It, was a, it wasn't our typical like intentional way that we kind of – find our rhythms together. But you said, hey, I want to serve you in that way so you can have a longer workout. You don't have to be rushed. And ultimately, I'll go pick up our daughter. Yeah, exactly. So that's a good example because that was not something I would have thought of unless I was taking the time to listen. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it starts there, being able to stop what we're doing, slow down and listen to our spouse, and then look for ways that we can serve them in their world. Again, this can be anything that matters to your spouse. And it's really about training our eyes to look beyond ourselves, to look beyond our own world and our own needs and start to notice and name and meet the needs of our spouse. And the third way we can practice this is by serving continuously. What does that mean? Well, we all know that doing something once is great, but when it becomes a habit and becomes a part of your relationship and life, that's where you're going to really see the transformation happen when it's kind of like repeated over and over and over again. Right. A habit becomes a rhythm when we do it consistently. Like Chris said, the power is not in doing something once. It's in doing it over and over again. So um, if I only serve one time, that's great. But the power, the transformation that I'm looking for in my marriage comes when I I make a regular habit of meeting those needs. Um, There's something that we have observed in our relationship, and I wonder if you can relate, that we call kind of the cycle of serving. And it, it looks basically like this. 
over time, when we choose kind of consistently to get our eyes off ourselves, mm-hmm. look at each other, look at our needs, and then say yes to those needs on a regular basis, then over time, we we literally start moving to a different place. And we look up and find ourselves feeling so close, feeling so grateful for each other. And the question that we find ourselves asking is, how can I meet their needs? Now, the opposite is true as well. The more that we consistently choose to neglect each other's needs, and it starts off small, it always starts off like, I don't feel like doing it, maybe I'll do it tomorrow. And then that becomes, maybe I'll do it next week. And then it leads us over time to this place of feeling like, man, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel close to you. Uh, and the question that keeps rising to the top of our hearts in that place is, man, I just wish they would wake up and meet my needs. So. The goal is to get to a place where we are unselfishly looking at our spouse and looking for ways to serve each other. And there is so much joy to be found moving towards that place as opposed to getting in the habit of saying no to meeting those needs. And then we find ourselves in a place really where we're miserable and we need to start moving back in the right direction. The good news is we're always one choice away from saying yes to meeting our spouse's needs. And you can be the first one to do that. If you're finding yourself at the end of you know the vicious side of the cycle where you're just wishing that your spouse would wake up and start meeting your needs, you can be the catalyst for change in your own marriage, in your own relationship by just taking the time to stop and ask yourself, maybe there's something that they've been asking you to do for a while or really wanting to do. And you could take the initiative to make that happen and start to move your relationship back in the right direction. I totally agree. Literally, one step at a time. Good growth is slow growth. This really is an opportunity to surprise your spouse in a way. Like, oh, wow, you did the dishes, or you made the bed, or you got the kids' clothes ready for tomorrow morning. Yeah, that's cool. And if it's been a while since that's happened, there, there could be a place where the enemy goes, well... I wonder what they want, or let's see if that happens again. And, yeah. uh, you know, but hopefully, what happens is it becomes a pattern, right? You go, oh, wow, they did it again. Yeah. And they did it again. So if you're doing it continuously, you're going to start to earn the trust either back from your spouse or those, you know, yeah. for, for the first time. And so, and then the other thing that I really want to make sure we talk about here, babe, is that like you can't take it for granted. If someone has gotten labeled the coffee maker or the bed maker or the laundry doer or the dishes, you know, don't ever take it for granted. That's when you're practicing the speaking life, right? Well, thank you so much every day for getting our kids ready and taking them to school or picking them up for school or making sure they're registered for sports or making sure that the dishes are done. Whatever that is, it's like because if we serve continuously, there is a place for apathy and people just take it for granted. So we just have to make sure that we understand how valuable it is what they're doing for us or for our family and acknowledge it because it is super important. Okay, so we're going to work on this this week. We're going to practice the rhythm of serving. So maybe start by having a conversation with your spouse this week and really take the time to listen to some ways that you could serve them that would be particularly meaningful to them. Another way you can do is find like something small, like maybe a specific daily task that you can do that is going to communicate love to your spouse. They're going to see that and go, oh, wow. Or they might say, wow, that's really nice. It's about time. You know, <laughs> whatever, the, whatever the response is, you're not responsible for that. You're responsible to step in and serve them. So guys, we are going to be praying for all of us as we work together this week to practice this rhythm of serving. 
Pray that God will bring specific ideas to your heart and to your mind as you're looking at your spouse's life and, and just really show you the ways that you can serve them that would be meaningful to your spouse. And we just pray that you would find yourself in that cycle of serving where you look up and you're so grateful for each other and for the ways that you're reaching out to intentionally meet each other's needs. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining us today. Next week, we're going to be talking about the rhythm of slowing down. It is going to be so much fun. So with that being said, thank you so much for checking in right now in this series, for joining us on this adventure. And for those of you who have grabbed the book, thank you so much for doing that. And those who haven't, uh, go grab your copy right now. We'd love to be walking through this series with you as you read through the book. You can head over to our website, therhythmofus.com. We've got all tools and resources there. You can find the podcast. And then ultimately, if we haven't connected yet on social media, we would love to get to know you and see you there. So thanks so much for tuning in this week. We will catch you next week on The Rhythm of Us.